have Future Wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. First leg, Warren. I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Uh, hello and welcome to another big edition of the Two Units podcast. Another big show today. Hoping we can keep up the momentum from last week's results in Salt Specs. We've got Pack Your Nags, the Sultan Supper. Of course, the stewards' room, plenty to talk about there. Golden Paddy will join us again on Unit of the Week. The kid's absolutely airborne. My name's Nick Foot. Joining me is the Sultan. Salty, g'day to you, mate. G'day, footy. Nice to be here, mate. And as always, a big show ahead. How many states are we this week? Just, just, just two, mate. Oh, just, two? Oh, two. So. Yeah, just narrowed the focus. I'm, narrowed the focus. I'm footy one state this week. Yeah, well, you big, you are big V racing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If people back. didn't listen to us on RSN Monday, you you have been telling Felgate that you're the new president of RSN. <laughs> yeah. So I told him I was coming Victoria, for a spot. Mate. The Vicks do it best, mate. Yeah, it's I'm the biggest fraud ever because I'm Taswegian at heart. Yeah, you're actually big T racing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling it big foot racing. It's taken <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> this fresh, delicious, tasty, meaty, turkey-filled, Cold cut combo. I eat three every day to help keep me strong. Also, those that listened to RSN Monday would have heard people texting in on the text line talking about you and your no, your no sugar beverages. Was that a no sugar sun kissed I spotted? Is that such a thing? Sun kissed zero. Sun kissed zero. Well, it would be tasty, but they've got those carcinogens in them, mate. You got to be careful. This is this is a listed level drink. It's very very good. Pepsi Max Group One Wait for Age, but Sun Kissed is it's black type. And <laughs> yeah, I recommend good. if you're out there, Unit Army Sun Kissed Zero Sugars Zero Calories to go with your uh, fresh delicious. Meaty cold cut combo. <laughs> That's spot on. <laughs> uh, which reminds me, it is the supper, and uh, we love to put our arm around people or invite great performances to the supper. Just celebrate anything we see in life. Straight off the top for me, this is get your arm around someone. It's um, it's Murray Bridge. Uh, they obviously had a bit of a power outage on Saturday, which saw the likes of. Uh, my Ruby, who went $8 into $3.90 as well. Salts, if you don't mind, just didn't get to get that one home. That's uh, overs. God's not doing their work. Would have bolted in. Yeah, we were at the we were at the pub. We are at the Albert Park Hotel, you and I. And when, I, establishment. when I left, I, I took my uh, power bank with me. And when I left, there was a... There was a thief in the pub that tried to steal my power bank. It was one D Street Law. It was the Sultan, and I, I wasn't had to trying to steal it. I was just getting some juice. I had to double back. Well, I thought I thought you might have been trying to get it to Express Post it oh, to Adelaide so no. they could put the lights back on because <laughs> that thing that thing packs some absolute Kate Watts. I tell you, it could charge <laughs> could charge a racetrack. It was um, an absolute, it's an absolute Aussie. It gives you some gives you some <laughs> some charge real quick. Aussie could charge. What about um? people that blow up about that happening like sometimes shit just happens like Mm. people something goes wrong something's delayed or whatever people cry their eyes out it's like sometimes shit just happens like it's earth we all evolved from bits of like from an atom or some shit billions of years ago like it's outrageous that we're here. If if a, if the last couple at the Murray Bridge get called off because the power went out, like so be it. Why don't you drive down there with your tools and fix it? 
No one gets out of bed of a morning and go, you know what? I'm going to flick the power off at Muzzy Lee today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm, I'm with you on that. But I'm putting my arms around the race club there for their Metro meeting. So Yeah, nice, nice. Good racetrack as well. Fence always off. Know what you're going to get. I watched the lunch program in the cricket yesterday, which, as we speak, could be over by, <laughs> by tea on day two. Not put up much of a fight the Wendy's. But um, the lunch show yesterday was an absolute corker. Vaughny Skull, who's an absolute national treasure. Whenever I flick through comments and I read people saying they don't like Skull, it's just a, it's just a straight line through you. I've Some never people seen I've like never Instagram seen comments and stuff, they say they can't stand him. It just basically means that they are the most boring humorless operators in the world because he's That's hilarious. Fair. Not our people. And Smithy, Ian Smith, he, he loosened up and they were swearing. All Skull was doing was telling stories about um how pissed he was in the 70s. But I'm bringing this to the table. It was a good saying from Ian Smith. He, he went up to the Gold Coast Magic Millions. Um, he said he got looked after there. He, he must have got the two units treatment there when we go into state. And they looked after him at the Millions and – he said they got an Airbnb um, and it stood for alcohol, beer and bets. <laughs> and I thought that was a good saying and I want to bring it to the supper because I'm going to use it and people that haven't heard it before, I'm going to claim it as my own. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I like that. That's five stars for that Airbnb for sure. Hey, he, he's a funny yeah. man, Ian Smith. He's yeah, he good. is. He's, yeah, he's good. He's, I like his humor. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's good value. Um and I'm bringing two people to the supper. One of them will be there because he's a co-host of the Two Units podcast, and I'll speak of Nick Footy Foot's foot. The other one's the Gator, the Alligator, David Gately. You've challenged Gator to a match race. Can you talk us into this match race? Uh, talk talk to us about it. Now, he specializes in triathlons. Is there going to be a swim leg? Is there going to be a bike leg or, or just running? Are you just sort of sticking to it? You do best and not challenging yourself. This got some pretty big traction on the socials, actually. Well, today. I think we've got twenty likes on RSN. That's Which global is RSN. Twenty likes on RSN is basically yeah, in the stratosphere. So, <laughs> Michael Felgate asked me this morning, just in the handover to from Pulse to Big V, he said, basically, said you're the fittest man in in racing. And I said, well. Basically, it's not a big data set. We're not working <laughs> in a big pool. That's what I'm saying. Because as a fan of Get On, the OG Get On with the likes of Sharky and then Gator, they always mm. have always pumped up Gator about being the Iron Man. And I said, well, Gator's been the pinup boy basically for years. And then he, then Michael's asked me, well, do you think you're fitter than Gator? What am I going to say? No. <laughs> well, you got to tell the truth. What am I going to say? No, I'm going to say no. I'm in a lose-lose. I'm a professional athlete. <laughs> I'm going to say, nah, I reckon he's got me. He's 50. Like, what am I going to say? So I've given it the, yeah. And then it's turned into Bone Crusher versus our Waverly Star over 2040 at Mooney Valley. Well, Even and the Mooney Valley the, Race the Club race retweeted it. Yeah, yeah so you, I reckon you're in a bit of a lose-lose here because if you if you do a number on him and, and you bust the clock, then – You've challenged a 50-year-old to a running race. <laughs> yeah, I look like an idiot. <laughs> and if you do a number on him, then you look like a loser for trying too hard, like someone that tries too hard in the EJ Witten's Legends game. Yeah, it's funny. Either way, I don't think I can approach it like half-assed. I've got to go fully one way or the other. So I think I'm going to... I'd just sit on his it... back and just go for the last 100 metres, just give him the slip. I think I'm going to completely bust the clock then, get out <laughs> Peter Bowl. <laughs> 
<laughs> I called it. Well, I called it. Give him um, naval college first octagonal. You're going to be naval college out the front, just sending him packing. I said to I said to Mooney Valley. I replied to him. I was like, we should re- we should name this the nine hour fifty five second challenge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, good stuff. Yeah, bring it on, Gator. Seen no finger paintings you bring home and they suck. I'll come. <laughs> he lots of spam ads on X lately. Salts that keep sucking me in. Like so, the accounts that all coming, the OnlyFans ones. The, nah, they, they're <laughs> accounts that are trying to pass off as news, and they leave. They put up a photo. It looks like a hyperlink, and in the bottom corner, it's got news.com.au. So you think they're sharing an article, but they're not. And they're always, they're clickbait and they get me every time. There's two that got me yesterday. The first one, it's just got a photo of Jessica Mowboy and it's got Jessica Mowboy and then quote, I'm profoundly ashamed of what I've done. And then it's got, <laughs> it's got the news. You got to click you that. In the bottom corner. I was like, you got to click that. What's Jess up to? <laughs> What's so I've clicked it and it, then it's an, it's an actual ad and then it's just taken me to some other absolute trojan horse where my it's probably trying to <laughs> destroy my computer and then I was like, it, up with Damn, it got me and then another one got me later last night it's got guy sebastian i am deeply ashamed of what i've done and then it's got in the you photo fall for that. it's got in the photo serious accusations have been made against guy sebastian they've got like weird little photos of of guy it looks like a genuine news headline so if, you, if you've been on australian idol that this algorithm is absolutely coming for you. <laughs> yeah, so spam ads. We'll send myself packing for falling for it twice, but uh, I'm also sending it packing just because oh, I don't like it. Clear this up off social media. We can't, yeah, come we, on. We need to be better. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that I am also sending packing, we've had a bit of a cafe theme across this seven, mm. season seven of the show. Took uh, went to the went to the farmers market last week. So it's on Sundays now it's New Year, New Me type stuff. Mm. But on the way, stopped at a cafe in North Melbourne uh, auction rooms. What do you think's a reasonable price to pay for a soy latte, Sultan? Um, was this cafe small, medium, large? Uh, what size I did think, you get? I think two sizes. I've got a small, just a regular. Like okay, standard- so one shot regular. Yes, one shot regular. Soy, they they always mark that up. I'd probably have to say that. Well, these days you have to settle for five bucks. Yeah, I think five bucks is probably mm. the industry standard. Well, this had a weekend surcharge applied, which is absolute bullshit. That's not a thing. Ca- not for a cafe because that's when you that's when you're it's doing your best holiday. business. Yeah, and yeah, no was, shit. It was a Sunday, and it was seven dollars twenty three for a regular one shot soy latte. It's not on. It's absolutely not on. So Are you new to soy? Uh, it was for Claire. So it was oh, for the okay, wife. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, mine was just a skinny, which it still come to about 13 bucks something for two Just go for 7 bucks 23 <laughs> Yeah, I've got to transfer me <laughs> yeah. and put her name and middle name so I knew exactly who it was on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely no good that. So pack your nags. English literature, U.S. presidents, my wife, the tramp, <laughs> burning dog poo and the human response, <laughs> reflections of society and literature, reflections of society and literature. <laughs> He's such a weasel. <laughs> the way that he's so 
I can't, I can't help but laugh at that. Oh, it's still new laugh. the steward's room, so I'm not. I still laugh at the other stingers sometimes, but that one really gets me. The way yeah. that he's, he's such a weasel, Eric. Oh, he is. Uh, steward's room went off on a little bit of a different tangent this week, so it's mm. because there's been a f- photograph that's been unearthed of um, the host of the Two Units podcast on horseback. In the snow. <laughs> what was the horse's name again? Oh, what was it? I forgot. Like, I said cuddles like, or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, cinnamon. 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 Yeah, cinnamon. <laughs> oh, it's just getting straighter by the second. This isn't it. Um, so, look, it got put it's out an on interesting Instagram. Setup. Yeah, if you if you're unsure what we're talking about, go check the Instagram. Uh, I am riding a horse through the snow. Cradle Mountain, Tasmania, in the middle <laughs> of winter, and we've put up a caption. This salts. And the best caption gets a two units prize pack. So uh, I'll throw it over to you to read out some of the captions. Can I just ask you this quickly? How long ago was that? Oh, I'm going to go with a decade. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you had a bit, you, your body had naturally adapted to winter in the face. Well, I think I had 38 <laughs> layers on. It was <laughs> minus 10. <laughs> you had big cheeks. Yeah. All right. Um, this one's pretty straightforward from GM Hole. My nuts are freezing here. Liam Reardon has sent an absolute shocker Snowy Foot River (laughs) Leave the funny stuff to the funny people Come on Liam Liam on 96 Good um, Stony Creek boy When you order a Sharon but get sent a Burley (laughs) (laughs) This thing is an absolute Clydesdale by the way It didn't get out of first gear Beards underscore cover underscore chins. When you book your jockey on Wish, straightforward. Yeah, not bad. Not bad, not bad. Um, Reese Goodwin, this thing is trialled like a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> That's quoting you. Yeah, that is true. That's your I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get that one into the vocab on the analyzer, but I'm not, not sure it's going to fly. Um, Jake Danilio, fuck the bull is cold this year. <laughs> <laughs> Some shockers. Oh. Uh, 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 the, there was a bit of um, homosexuality theme, and there's nothing wrong with that between you and I. Um, well, it's a very much a Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, thing, Brokeback Mountain. Um, Ray Charms, Rachel. Um, oh, Rachel Armez actually works for Ke- Kevin Casey Keys. The look of regret when you didn't read the fine print for Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah, not bad, Rach. Not bad. Hey, someone said it looked like Jamie Spencer on West Wind Blows because yeah, he came you in. A, you gave it a better chance. Cinnamon got every chance. It was hashtag every chance, Cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, there was no – I didn't give a uh, end of prep run to Cinnamon, that's yeah. for sure. But, but I like this one. Uh, this one will be the winner, Luke underscore McGarry. Uh, the one she told you not to worry about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Don't worry about all these other jockeys getting in. They they do well for themselves, jockeys, as well, in in all the stakes. Mm. They bat above. They bat above jockeys. Yeah. Um, but they've got nothing on you, footy and, and cinnamon, and, and they've got to worry about you. So Luke McGarry, the McGarry medalist of 2024, will be getting a two-units prize pack. Love that, Luke McGarry. And, yeah, you always improve a couple of points in the looks department when they see your tax return, that's for sure. <laughs> when they're galloping to the gates, there's only one place to bet. Top Sport, the home of horse racing. Whether you're a sprinter or a stayer or just a fashion-conscious player, go the distance with bigger bet limits and top odds on every race, every time. Download the app for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
Ah, it is time for Salt's Specs, and we're very proud to have Top Sport back on for Season 7 of the podcast, and we're going to take a look at Specs across two states this week. We've got HQ Racing again, which we absolutely love, but and we've also got Rose Hill with Salt's formerly known as the Sultan of Sydney, now just Sultan Racing. He'll also head up to Rose Hill to find us a few. But, hey, there's only one way I can explain the racing this weekend, and it is benchmark city salts. Yeah, it is. But I, I honestly don't even care. Like, if you find a bet, you find a bet. I love, it. I I love your approach. It's like, just give me a race and I'll find your winner. <laughs> I don't care about stakes races, this, that. If I find an angle, I'm going to bet. It, you get just as – like – the stakes racing is great, and you do get a little bit more excited. But I still, you still get that feeling of anticipation. You're out for lunch, you flip it sideways. Your old lady says, "Don't worry, guys, he's working," and it's just great. And that's what I'll be doing at the winery uh, out in Hillsville this uh, Saturday. It's so true. Hey, I love the term "flip it sideways" as well. I want the unit army to take this on board. If you're somewhere where you probably shouldn't be watching the races, whether it's with your missus, you're at a family do, you're at a christening and you're flipping it sideways. Yeah. I want evidence of you yeah, flipping like it sideways. It. And, we'll, it. and we'll be sending out, we can send out cord hats, T-shirts, stubby you know holders, the lot. Yeah. I, want to, I want to have a flip it sideways, turn it sideways competition. It's time to end the stigma, actually. Let's yeah, we're put our working. foot in the sand. We're working. Yeah, we're working. Let's put our foot in the sand because sneaking off to the bathroom, it looks like you have a problem when you actually don't. So <laughs> it's not a problem if you know what you're doing and it's great fun. So that's it. Just flip it sideways. Wherever, who cares where you are? Grandma's house, whatever. Just flip it sideways. We're going to be flipping it sideways left, right and center this Saturday. Oh, shit. I love it. It's so, <laughs> it's good. so good. Hey, Rail Trues at Flemington. Weather's been good. How are we expecting it to play, mate? I don't know where you've been the last couple of days, but it's been good enough. Oh, yeah, I got absolutely gonna... pissed on him around <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I mean, Flemington dries a treat. I actually yeah, live, yeah. live a stone's throw from the track, and I'm saying it's been brilliant. Yeah, it's I've still going to be a good four, though, because good old-fashioned racetrack. Uh, fencing run, though, uh, expect a bit of a disadvantage. The anomaly with the rail true for circle races at Flemington is that a, a higher percentage of backmarkers win than horses that settle on speed. So don't be uh, afraid yeah. to back one that, that gets back and and uh, carts up the running line. Well, let's start in race two. Benchmark 78, 2,500 metres. We're going head-to-head here, mate. You've got a bit of value uh, in this particular race. Uh, Simon Zara's table. Yeah, winds of March. I just thought the horse was over the odds. It's got a rising grade off a, off a dominant victory at Seymour in 64 grade last start. Put three and a half on him at $9.50. But the thing I like about this fella is that in his preparation this time last year, he ran a big new peak fifth up. So he didn't really hit his straps once he got deeper into the preparation. We, he ran a new career peak last at over 2,200 meters that was third up. So expect him to keep getting better. As a, a stayer that's had the 17 starts, three victories, and he's only five years old. He's still on the up in terms of being a stayer. I think a big track and 2,500 meters will suit my man, the Coffster, Harry Coffey, will just get a lovely run in behind the speed. And although the favourite, who we'll get to in a little bit, does look hard to beat and, and was good first up, I did think Winter March presented a bit of value and I wanted to back him here. Yeah, he was good last start at Seymour. Did find him as my value of the day on Big V Racing. Yeah, 11 bucks. Jamie Mott just trucked into it. It was the easiest mm. watch of your life. Uh, I'm with the favourite. 
number eight, Galileus here, Saltsy, uh, imported runner for Anthony and Sam Freeman and roll the dice and went around first up in Australia. That was over 2040 at the Valley. Made note of him that week that he is the most interesting runner on the card and look, got caught flat-footed at the 700, changed course back to the inside. Was never going to win the race, but it was just the classic first up run in Australia. Got through the gears, got through his gears well late, ran the fastest last four and 200. Steps up to 2,500 metres. Damien Lane goes on, just plenty of upside, and I'm happy to take him trust. So Galileus for me in the second. Hey, let's head to race three. It's one of these zero Metro wins races down the eye that'll did all the six furlong saltsy over 1,200 metres, and you're pretty keen on one here. Yeah, I'm becoming a big fan of these zero Metro win races in Victoria just because I haven't bet in many of them and last week I didn't at one, so I'm going to go again or not. Kiko's a mare that would it was incredibly frustrating. It took her 12 starts to break her maiden and, and first up at Mooney Valley, thought she found the right race and was terrible as a $1.95 favourite. But maybe in hindsight that she could have jumped out a bit better leading into that. But with the run under the belt, she went to Cranbourne last start under 58 kilos and and spanked them by three lengths. And her closing fractions were really good. She's yet to see the Flemington straight, but do note that all her best runs in her career are out of the shoot at Pakenham. So I, I don't think that it should be an issue, the straight. And, and she's drawn out and to get some some free galloping room out towards the, the middle sort of outside there. And, and the thing of note here as well is after the Tatum Bull three kilo claim, she's got 51 kilos. That That's a dangerous weight. To be winning in, in good figures last up with 58 kilos and then sort of take fitness from it and, and dropping weight like that, uh, you're going to be hard to beat. Yep. Kiko, three bucks, 80, top sport in the third at Flemington. Race four, three-year-old Phillies benchmark 78, 1,100 metres, another straight race. Uh, you've got a couple of plays here as well, and and I've got a play which we're thinking along a similar train of thought here, mate. Yeah, we're both happy to bet around Steffi Magnetica, and look, I just don't know why it's favourite. Like mm. it could win. It, two back at one, a uh, um, uh, maiden at Wellington by four lengths at a dollar twenty-two, and then first up it's one a benchmark fifty-eight at at Orange, but it didn't. Can, like smash the clock, it didn't rate through the roof, it didn't rate high enough at Orange to be able to come to headquarters and start favourite against some progressive horses. So happy to bet around it if it wins, so be it. But leave me out of anything south at three bucks for that. Osmar, the one for me, um, or one of the two for me, a filly that ran fast time in her first two runs last preparation, and she's got plenty of upside, only had the five starts. I thought both the jump outs at Flemington were really nice, and... She can run well first up today, Mark's hour in the saddle. And the other one's Power Ballad. Well, one first up at Canterbury over 1,100 metres, rated down in two runs subsequent to that. But the the Waterhouse bot team bring her down to Victoria and she actually jumped out same morning as Osmar in faster time, was very strong late. So I wouldn't be surprised if she got, goes forward here, gives them something to catch. So I'm going to back the one and the five. Which one of those do you like? Yeah, I like the one, Osmar, and I'm with you. I'm happy to better around Steffi Magnetica. And for me, it's not so much the ratings and this and that. It's just, I think the one Osmar I'm with just has a bit of class and it's probably the best horse in the race for mine. Mm. Cause I, I was really keen 
to uh, be with her last start at the Valley. That was back in September in the Group 3 Champagne. I'm pretty sure I tipped her on this show as an each-way bet, and she was really poor that night. Um, she was tipped straight out. End of prepper. Yeah, it was a real end of prepper, and she's a massive filly. Like, we were with her in cr- at cr- that Cranbourne win as, as well, and she absolutely monsters them. I think she's the sort of filly that will appreciate the straight and be able to get through her gears. Keen to see her back. Um, she's in the right stable to perform first up to being a Godolphin filly. So four bucks twenty, get me involved in Osmart in yeah. race former. And they opened up five bucks about her, and, and she's been backed. And that Cranbourne win you referenced, she was some three fifty into a dollar seventy, no deduction. So market likes her. Mm. Race number five on the card. It's a benchmark seventy eight. 1,100 metres, love these straight races, Saltsy. I'm pretty keen to bet around the favourite kin here. She's, I'm calling her, when a lot of these horses are ATMs and they win for you, I'm actually calling kin a LATM because I just (laughs) love to bet around. (laughs) um, I think she's a bit of a muncher, to be fair. Um, I'll go to bat for her here. She had a tough run last start. Yeah, and she seems to just flash late and suck you in, though, as well. Mm. Like, if you look at her starts prior, the uh, run behind Baldino at Caulfield, they're just she's just one of those constant flashing light black bookers mm. for me. And, look, when it comes to um, when it comes to the straight, she's she's run well there. She's placed there before, but I, I, I really like the um, a little deep here for the Kieran Ma. David Eustace stable, Blake Shin goes on. Um, slight step up in trip to 1,100 metres, was home in the fastest last 200 metres of the entire meeting, over 1,000 at the Valley when Celine took her a little deep where she was aptly named. So uh, I'm really keen to be with a little deep. Five bucks, things represents good price there with Kin in the market. No huge knock on Sands Dute for the Walker team, the Tiakao runner there. Just drawn one and slightly harder here. So feel the price is pretty good, around a little deep, five bucks, keen to play. Uh, head to race nine on the card. It's a benchmark 84, 1,400 metres, and you've found something that represents a little bit of value again. Yeah, the seven, he's our Bonneville, first up today. First up, last preparation, ran home the fastest closing sectionals of the day, over 1,300 metres, so no issue with him straight to 1,400 metres. Jump out was good. I just thought that the price went up a, um, over the odds and and – Based on and what I marked him, I was happy to have something on him first up today. And he sort of does map for that run that might be advantageous at Flemington on Saturday, just sort of off midfield, blending in the running line, getting out to the middle of the track. 15 bucks first up, does fire fresh out. He's our Bonneval, Bonneval in race nine. Now let's head to Rose Hill. What's it doing up there? I have not even cast my eye over this card, Salts. Uh, there's been a lot of rain up there. It's, a, it's an improving heavy track because the weather sort of Friday and race day is quite good. I've set up for a track that's in the soft range, rails out three metres. Mate, as always, you don't want to be too far off from it, Rose Hill. Uh, race three is a benchmark 72 midway, 1,200 metres. You're with a runner here who's a last start winner at Gosford. Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Will I Dow? Will yeah, I, I went, Dow? I went with yeah. last start winner at Gosford, yeah, so yeah. I didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> so that last start we referenced was, we're speaking of the five. Um, he was magnificent, really. It was a, a new career peak performance at just start seven, brought up win number three. But he's got the speed to overcome the wide alley. I think he can lead, and, and at worst, he'll sit outside the leader. But 
Mate, have a go at what he's done to the clock first up. He, he's run the fastest time rating overall of the day by a mile. He ran eight and a half lengths inside the class average. And the impressive thing about that, he's done it while leading. And whilst leading at a fast tempo, he's run the fastest last six and 400 metres of the day. So I thought there was a lot of merit on the clock. And that was first up 1,100 metres. When you're doing that on the clock, 1,200 metres, you're actually wanting it. You're basically, we'll go forward. you're basically telling me he's the storm boy of the bush. That's basically what you've just articulated he's storm, there. He's storm bush. And <laughs> I think he can go forward. Storm W bush. Yeah. yeah storm W bush. Now, now, watch this drive. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's good. exactly what Dan Pena is going to be saying now. Watch this ride. ride. And I'm going to go <laughs> straight so to the good. front and see, see you later. Gentleman who rolled, James McDonald, jumping out really nicely. But um, just might spot this thing a start. I think a good price around the five bucks. Yeah, Storm Storm Bush we're just going to go with. Race three, number five, Will Dow. Mm. Uh, in race number six on the card, it's a benchmark 78, 2,400 metres. Bit of a staying affair for us. And again, with another last start winner, this one at Wyong for Johnny Thompson, the California grass. Yeah, and I mentioned that, you know, Rose Hill, a track that you don't want to get um, particularly too far off them, but there's a case to be made here that you want to be settling back. And that's where this mare will be. Super Trail, who California Grass beat last start, didn't have a back to follow, went early. Terrific win. Goes forward at fast tempos. Yarrawonga, drawn one, went forward. One last start, setting a very fast tempo. Yankee Hustle won its last two going forward. Last start, it won at Canterbury by three lengths. Absolutely ran them ragged, fast tempo. Um, Zagallo has a bit of speed. McGean kicks up. There, There is a good amount of speed in this race to say that I reckon a number of them up top are going to chop at each other and, and the one that's going to be sitting off them smoking the pipe is California grass and well maybe after this we'll be smoking some California grass reaper to, to reaper to celebrate because uh, <laughs> she's in the right going on the right trajectory with her career and John Thompson well we know he can prepare a stayer and, and it's a stable that um, are very much well-documented for, for having horses perform deeper into preparations. And if she gets better again, I think she'll be hard to beat. Yep, California grass, seven bucks top sport. Won't get better anywhere else on that particular runner. Yeah. Uh, in in race number eight, benchmark 78, 1,500 metres, um, this horse's name is right in the realm of pet biggest pet peeves for me when people say – somehow merge the word anything and say anything. So yeah. and we're talking of number eight, anything goes. So it's got a bit of Dwayne sort of espresso martini about it. Any, <laughs> oh, anything yeah. goes, but I, I can't believe the price about this guy. He's, he's my best value better the weekend. Anything goes. And so he was fourth up to this distance last start. He jumped so well. He actually could have led, but a, elected to just fold back and get some cover and what that ended up meaning was running by was able to take it up and when a good horse like that with a nice turn of foot takes it up and and can rack and stack they're going to be hard to catch and she proved hard to catch he couldn't go with her four to 200 meters but his last 200 meter split was the fastest of the race in fact it was the third fastest of the day he put a hole in third i think there's an opportunity now fifth up to say all right enough's enough let's go forward and and try and bowl along a bit. And, and if that happens, I reckon he's going to be hard to catch the eight. The eight, anything goes, is the value play of the day for Salts at Rose Hill at around seven bucks there on top sport. 
that rounds out the two little plays there across the two states for us. Uh, nice short, sharp addition thus far, but we've got mm. to get to the main event now because this bloke is completely and utterly airborne. Unit. Yeah. He's the unit of the year. He's uh, unstoppable. He's the carryover champion. We speak of Golden Patties fighting Beam It Girls by night. He's back in winners <laughs> by day. He's absolutely on fire on X. Uh, and he. <laughs> represents uh he's he actually thinks this could be his hardest week yet so this is where the the true stars always rise saltsy units it's great to be back on because it means we're finding winners and that's a great thing uh i found it really hard to find a best bet this week that wasn't a dollar 30 uh so i'm going to head to rose hill race seven number seven uh powerful peg it's a pretty even field uh, with uh, any one of you know four or five chances could win without surprising. Uh, but the reason I've landed on this selection is it's a distance specialist. So it's had four goes at the trip for three wins in a second. Uh, Dylan Gibbons also has a really good association with the horse, winning three times and placing another five. Um, Dylan's been a bit quiet in the last 30 days, only riding at 5%. Uh, but when he combines with the Chris Lee stables, his stats are running at 16% uh, over the career. Um, and I think this horse is just going to be able to find a, a perfect position midfield and then hopefully finish over the top of them, unlike last start where it was just a little bit short of its best and it got bloused on the line uh, by the Godolphin horse. So uh, $200 on at the 3.7 and uh, hopefully I'm talking to you all again next week. Go well. They've got you wired because we only got 350 uh, and he's 350 <laughs> everywhere. Off. Yeah, <laughs> you are what you're back and... He likes to be powerful. He likes powerful oh, peaks. Yeah, so. I was going to say, you've had <laughs> yeah. a few of those in your time, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, power, we're either we're either celebrating or getting powerfully pegged at three fifty <laughs> there uh, <laughs> at about four o'clock on Saturday in race seven at Rose Hill. So, terrific work, and so it's, I have I have in my possession. And we've wanted this for a long time because we're big Gilmore fans. I have in my possession a novelty-sized check that we're going to head out to Racing Hearts and present uh, for our 2023 units of the week on behalf of Top Sport and the units. So there'll be a bit of content coming uh, coming their way, and uh, I'm looking forward to it because rumours are you're getting on a you're going to be getting a horseback down at Racing Hearts. A bit of therapy for the Sultan. Yeah, look, I said I said to you the other day, look. They, they do a great job down there, but I don't think Subby could fix what i got going on upstairs. But a bit of therapy, sort of, you know, I won't knock it back. And uh, perhaps we could do a bit of a Brokeback Mountain between the two of us out there. Is it weird if we ask Lisa Coffee to share a horse? <laughs> hey, let's head to two units, our best bets from around Australia. I'm heading back to HQ, race seven, benchmark 84, 1,200 metres, and I'm with Ray Magnerio. Progressive Jet, seven starts, five wins, raises the bar when he needs to. Last start at Geelong, we really liked him down there on that coast 
uh, day. And look, he got through that race on pure class. He was eight weeks between runs, got his head up, did a bit wrong throughout. And I feel there's enormous improvement to come off that. John McNeil's three from three on board. Uh, he took him to the front last time they raced down the straight. That was on Champions Day and, and was too good. So expect him to bowl along pretty close to the speed again and, and give him clear air if needed. Think it suits his style. And uh, he's a horse that we haven't seen the ceiling of Ray Magnerio yet. And I think he's going to continue to raise the bar. So Ray Magnerio for me, three bucks, race seven. Good horse, big fan. I'm going to back Jungle Jim. Good luck to you, my brother. I'm going to Rose Hill. Race five for my best of the weekend, the one, the toppy, Caballus. Form ran him very good from his two-year-old days, and even his sole run as a three-year-old. He got back, missed the start, but ran on nicely uh, behind Felix Majestic. That's uh, turned out to be nice form. He's been given some time, and he resumes for a new stable today now with Bjorn Baker. Both of his trials have been excellent, really lovely trials, and... Yeah, I'm finding it hard to make a case for anything to beat him. Epic Proportions um, is a horse that's uh, got a bit of a gap between runs. Soldier of Rome first up for Waterhouse Bot. I thought it trialed like uh, a you-know-what. Um, it's going to get better with <laughs> the run under Reece the belt. Goodwin. <laughs> yeah, it'll get better with the run under the belt. This thing will just camp off the speed. Josh Parr, Bjorn Baker, and uh, see you later, boys. <laughs> Caballus, two bucks forty, salt's best mm. bet. How was? Did you just have a very efficient saltsy over the top drive by before? It was a no response. Just telling. I just got to be honest with the listeners. It was tell full, them what I'm doing myself. It was full disclosure. I I, I appreciate mm. that because there was nothing on the run sheet there, and I'll, it just. Uh, Caught me yeah. off guard a little bit. In fact, on a day at Flemington where it's very hard to have a best bet, I did nominate him my best bet, but I'm not as confident with him or, or as I was last week, just Jungle Jim, because fifth up last preparation, he put in a stinker and then went out to the paddock. Now he backs up seven days, but if they're happy to back him up seven days, he's gone well and geez, he spanked third last time. It's a race in two. I can ask again, how many times can we go to the well on Jungle Gym? Well, it was an absolute ripper last week. I'll tell you again, uh, it was four bucks 80 and a two bucks 60. So you keep doing that, you keep winning. (laughs) Yeah, no, sorry, mate. I'm just going to have to go over the top on Saturday, but that's all right. Hey, hey, it felt short and sharp tonight. I liked it all today. I liked it, Saltsy. All the best over the weekend. What are your plans, Skit? Are you working across the weekend? Uh, I'm working Sunday, uh, Mornington, and I think Benella's the second mate. Mornington, the main mate, Sunday. I'm on air tomorrow uh, doing Geelong, um, handy little card at Geelong, bit of value there as well. And Saturday, I'm off to a winery for lunch with my family, mum and my sisters and and uh, a few other peeps in the family uh, at Hillsville. Oh, beautiful. Yarra Valley. So that'll be a lovely afternoon. Weather's on for us. 26 and sunny, light winds, yibbity yibbity. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> Salt's bun is back. Uh, <laughs> I'll actually be reviewing uh, Ray Magnerio's win on Correct Weight on RSN on Sunday morning with, Ooh, nice. with, the, no, with the Noon Dog and B Delaney. So it's an all star. It's a trap. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's a, it's a real. He's a, he's a gun, Trav Noonan. I'm getting some real off-season off-season gigs here, and I'm loving it. It's good fun. So yeah. uh, good to work with two people I haven't worked with before. So that'll be fun on Sunday for me. Hey, listeners, all the best having a bet across the weekend. We'll be back in your ears next Thursday on the Two Units Potty. Have a good one. Have a great weekend. Unit Army, you thought I was gone, but I am back. 
If you loved today's episode or any other episode for that matter, please head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And if you're feeling extra friendly, you could even do both. If you do like what the Sultan's throwing down as well and you want to get a few more tips from Sunday through to Friday, then head over to twounits.com.au. We've got plenty of packages there to suit everyone. You'll get the Sultan's full staking plan as well. If that's not for you though, tune in next week right here on the Two Units Podcast.